This is Detroit Today. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks very much for joining us. The first half of Governor Gretchen Whitmer's first year in office has passed, and there's been a lot of things that have come up, including the 45-cent gas tax, reforming auto insurance, and shutting down Line 5 under the Straits of Mackinac. We're joined now by Governor Whitmer to unpack all of that and to look ahead to what she plans on tackling next. Governor Whitmer, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks, Stephen. Always glad to be with you. Yes. All right, let's start with budget. Uh, Where are we on budget, and what role is your proposal for fixing the roads playing in holding that process up? So I introduced the budget back in the beginning of March. The legislature has been in session only 42 days since then, and they are now on a summer vacation, which is unfortunate because I really was hoping that we would continue the tradition of the last eight years of getting budgets done before the legislature takes a break. Unfortunately, um, they uh, chose to take one before the work was done, and I continue to push to ensure that we get a real solution that fixes our roads and also puts us in a position to clean up drinking water across Michigan and close the skills gap, starting with the education of our children to paths for adults into high-wage skills that we can fill the jobs that are going unfilled today and actually get people into, um, you know, positions where they can make enough money to take care of their families. So right now the budget's not done. I think, uh, you know, conversation with the speaker, I know I'm talking to the majority leader today, we've got an open dialogue happening, but unfortunately there's not going to be a lot of legislators in town um, until the middle of August, it looks like, and then we get serious work to do in a short period of time. Yeah. Uh, when you initially proposed this 45 cent gas tax increase, though, the legislature was around and they didn't respond terribly well to it. Voters also didn't respond terribly well. I mean, the polling on that issue came out really differently than what I thought it would. Uh, I figured people have had enough of the roads being in the condition that they're in and they'd come out of their pockets or be willing to come out of their pockets to help fix it. Did did that surprise you, how, how negatively people responded to that idea? Well, you know, the, the surprise has been, that as I've given the budget presentation across the state, and I've done it um, many, many times, I don't know what the official count is now, uh, but people, when they see that, when we fund the roads at the gas pump, all those dollars that have been stolen from our kids' schools, all those dollars that should be going into cleaning up drinking water, that have been diverted to fill potholes can get back into the general fund and the school aid fund. This is how we make the biggest investment in our kids' education in 20 years, just by putting school aid fund dollars where they're supposed to go. This is how we clean up drinking water across Michigan, by putting the general fund money back where it should be. That 45-cent gas tax puts us in a position where we can fix all of these problems, make college more affordable, ensure that a community college debt-free opportunity is available for every graduate of high school. This is how we close the skills gap. And so while people tend to focus on that one and yes, that one polling question, that's the result you get. The reality is when people see how we can fix all of these issues just by getting infrastructure out of the general fund, um, they resoundingly support it. And so, you know, 45 cents is a significant amount of money, but we have a $2.5 billion infrastructure problem in our state. I didn't create this problem, but I am determined to try to fix it because we're all paying for it right now. We're paying in the form of new rims or new 
windshields we're paying in the form of collisions or even increases in auto insurance because our roads are so bad when we fix it every one of us benefits and our economy benefits too because michigan will be the place where business grows and others come to invest and right now it's holding us back Mm. Uh, would you accept a proposal that maybe put 25 or 30 cents on the gas tax would you uh, compromise in that way and say all right we've got more money to fix the roads we don't have all of it well the fact of the matter is i've got to work with a republican controlled legislature and you know if anyone has uh better ideas of how we fix the problem i've told i've said from day one i'm ready to sit at the table and and really work together the reason the legislature hasn't come out with any alternative is because there's no easy way to go about this this is a 2.5 billion dollar problem if we do something that is short of $2.5 billion, it means that we'll continue to be talking about and confronting a road crisis in Michigan. You know, if um, if that's what the Republicans want to do, then, you know, I guess we'll have to work together to continue to meet the need in our state. But what I'm trying to do is solve it. And um, this is, like I said, uh, something I've inherited, something that is 40 years in the making. It's not one person or one party's fault. But every one of us needs to see the sketch fix. Uh, I want to ask you about line five as well. Uh, Attorney General Dana Nessel filed lawsuits and negotiations with Enbridge have broken down. Where do you see all this going? And how do you think it's going to play out? So, you know, line five is an old pipeline that goes through the Straits of Mackinac. And we know that the potential for an anchor strike would be absolutely catastrophic. And it's not unrealistic that that could happen. Uh, The last anchor strike was um, from a vessel that was dragging a 12,000-pound anchor for over 200 miles, and they didn't even realize it. That could be absolutely devastating if it hit Line 5. And that's why the thing that I'm most concerned about is getting it out of the water at the earliest possible moment. And that's why... I sat with Enbridge and tried to negotiate something. When they weren't um, interested in doing that, they sued to try to enforce the contract that the Snyder administration um, had with them. And so they're suing me in court. Simultaneously, Dana Nessels filed her own lawsuit um, against Line 5 to pull it out of the water. And so right now we're in court. I do think we could have um, a decision this fall. Um, the, the first issue, which is um, the, the validity of the contract from the end of last year. And um, I, I think that's going to determine where we head unless Enbridge wants to get back to the table. And I've not seen signs of that. Do, do, you, do you think that the solution that was hammered out between Enbridge and Governor Snyder right before he left office to, to try to construct this tunnel that the pipeline could go through. Do you think that's a salvageable idea or would you rather move on to something else? If there was a, a date certain where we knew the pipeline, pipeline was going to shut down, that I can work with that. Um, but the fact of the matter is they've taken that off the table and that's why we're in court. You know, the Snyder administration tried to tie my hands at the end of last year so that we didn't have the ability to change or impact getting the line out of the water for up to 10 years. And that was unacceptable in my eyes. And that's why I asked the attorney general for an opinion on what they, what they did at the end of last year. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, let's talk some about auto insurance reform, which is a major accomplishment of your administration here in the first six months. Uh, at the same time, you've got criticism from both Democrats and Republicans, or some of them, who, who are not big fans of that. Talk about uh, how you sold that plan and how you continue to sell the reform uh, as, it, as it takes hold. So this is an issue that um, has been hurting consumers across Michigan for a long time. Uh, Auto insurance rates that were discriminatory and um, downright abusive, frankly. I heard it on the campaign trail everywhere that I went from rural Michigan to downtown Detroit. And um, we saw the last administration and legislators um, and the, you know, Duggan administration try to solve this. And um, we were able to work together in a bipartisan way and get some relief. I believe that, you know, the prohibition on um, rate making and considering things like education level or zip code or marital status um, are protections against discrimination that are going to really give people some relief and the mandated rollbacks. But as you pointed out, um, certainly there are detractors and there are people that are concerned and skeptical. We've changed something that's been uh, on the books and for decades. And so that change is um, concerning for people, and, and I understand that. What I recognize, too, though, is as we get data in and this starts to go into effect next year, we will have the ability and the need and the desire to uh, be nimble and make additional changes if and when necessary. But the whole goal is to give consumers some choice and some relief and to protect the safety net. And I think we've accomplished those goals. I'm talking with Governor Gretchen Whitmer about her first six months in office. Uh, Governor, before I let you go, uh, I want to talk about what the next six months will look like. I mean, obviously, the budget is going to consume a lot of attention and energy until we get a deal. Uh, But what other issues uh, are on your agenda? Well, one of the things is, you know, we are going to be hosting the Democratic debate um, at the end of this month Mm -hmm. in the city of Detroit. I think that the whole world is going to be looking at the state of Michigan as we determine, you know, this next presidential election. And I think this is a wonderful opportunity for us to highlight some of the important things that are happening here, but also our needs. You know, the Sulox is something that is critical to our economy and to our national security, and it's something that is unique to Michigan. The Great Lakes um, agenda that I'm working on with my counterparts in a number of other states, Republican and Democratic alike, uh, is an agenda we'll be rolling out soon. And so there are um, some wonderful announcements that we've made in the first six months of this year in terms of jobs and investment and mobility, and we're going to continue to keep our foot on the gas. Okay, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, congratulations on the first six months, and we look forward to seeing what happens in the rest of your term. Thanks for being here with us on Detroit Today. Thank you, Stephen. All right, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about home equity theft, tax foreclosures, and the way that that takes money away from people who have earned it in their houses here in the state of Michigan. Stay with us on Detroit Today.